From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. This is part four in our series, The Kissing Game. Today, we're talking about how to create your own kissing challenge. And we start with a quote from Drew Barrymore's character in the movie Never Been Kissed. She said, that moment when you kiss someone and everything around becomes hazy and the only thing in focus is you and this person and you realize that that person is the only person that you're supposed to kiss for the rest of your life. And I think that really just hits home on what we've been talking about in this kissing game series about how, how we get that back, how we find that, how we cultivate that. And, you know, as we get in there, we start each and every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug. And this hug actually came from a member of the position of the month club. And it's in reference to this series around the kissing game. And it starts with Tony. I was quite frustrated with you while listening to the first episode. Not the first time that Tony's been called out in, you know, 600 shows. That's right. She said, this led me to me becoming defensive of Elisa as I'm the low desire spouse with kissing. I completely understood how Elisa was feeling and felt you weren't listening to her and putting her on the spot for the reasons behind it. I was. But towards the end of the episode, I could see you had changed your interaction with her. You listened and encouraged her. Good on you. I love it when somebody comes full circle. She said, the reason for the strong reaction, I believe, was because I'm in the same boat as Elisa. So really, I was becoming defensive because this series hit home to me. Mm. Once we had an open discussion about the roadblocks that are stopping me from having long, passionate kisses with my husband, I took a massive leap of faith and suggested we do a seven-day kissing challenge. Mm-hmm. I'm pleased to say day one was completed, and I actually enjoyed it. Thank you so much for the series. Here's hoping that the next six days changes my mindset and opens our marriage to more passionate and long kisses. I love it. Absolutely. And you know, th- that hug, that commentary was actually the catalyst for this show mm-hmm. because this is the final show in this series. And you know, over the last three weeks, we've been talking about all of these different aspects of your kissing game, right? You know, we started talking about our kissing patterns and we talked a lot about the first kiss and the memories associated with that and, and what that looks like and, and what are the patterns mm-hmm. that we have as husbands and wives, as couples that have been married anywhere from, you know, just a couple of days to, you know, 30, 40, 50 plus years. What are those patterns? And then we moved on to the science of kissing, which like was so enlightening to me because it was about the hormones and the muscles and, and the stress reducing qualities of kissing and the sex enhancing qualities of kissing. And, and that really started to unlock just some knowledge in my brain that was actually, you know, getting to the point where I could connect like the head knowledge with the heart knowledge and start going, okay, what does this look like Mm -hmm. when it comes to kissing? And then last week we were talking about, you know, what keeps, couples from kissing from those deep passionate kisses whether it's you know past history or whether it's work or stress or kids and maybe bad breath or stubble or whatever it is mm-hmm. in your marriage that's the obstacle and how the two of you can have a conversation around that and you know we've been we've been spending time in this series looking at where kissing has been in in our marriage and sharing you know hearing from all of you where it's been in your marriage and you know from the get-go of this series and very specifically as that hug pointed out this series has been a challenge to me and we knew it was going to be a challenge mm-hmm. you know when when tony and i first started talking about doing this i could see 
<laughs> maybe even hear a little of the skepticism uh, from you, honey, about, yeah. you know, is this, is this really going to do anything for us? Right. Oh, totally. Right. Are, are you going to learn anything? I mean, I, some of the, you know, maybe not so subtle messages that I felt like I was receiving were, you know, Elisa, are you going to learn anything that's actually going to change what you're going to do after the last 26 years of being together? Mm-hmm. Right. Why, why would, you know, a four week series on kissing change something that we haven't been able to change in 26 years of, you know, Tony saying to me, Hey, would you kiss me like you mean it? That's right. We, like why, why now? Right. What, what is going to be significant about this series that is going to make a difference? And, you know, for all of those of you that are in the same boat, and it doesn't matter whether we're talking about sex, like, I, I just want to put it out there. People can learn new things. That's right. It, we can. It's never too late. And, you know, a lot of you, you know, you've been around long enough that you know our story from going from basically a sexless marriage to one where sex was vital, where it was talked about, where it became an integral part of our marriage. And, and all of that started because... Tony sat in bed one night next to me and said, what if we did a 60-day sex challenge, mm -hmm. right? Everything that we, have, that we have shared with couples over the last 10 and a half years has come about because of that one question to change one aspect of our marriage. And, you know, here's the really interesting thing about that is that, you know, we did this we did that specifically that 60 days of sex challenge. And in that we learned a lot of things. We learned that when you're intentional about one area of your marriage, you can affect not just temporary change, but lasting change. Mm -hmm. You can change not only the sexual intimacy, but you can change all the intimacies as well. Right. It, having a focus on one area has a ripple effect. Right. Our emotional intimacy increased. I mean, from it, our recreational, not rate, you know, sometimes when you do a challenge, it's not only, it's not what's happening in the moment, but that ripple effect of what begins to happen in your lives and in your marriage. So in the challenge, the emotional intimacy increased. Mm -hmm. We did a little bit of spiritual intimacy. Recreational intimacy definitely increased because I felt like we were more more intentional about dating and doing little things for one another. Financial intimacy, that was later on. Because of the connection emotionally, we were able to connect the financial, you know? And so each of them get touched in some way, shape, or form when a challenge is taken on. And so it was really interesting, you know, a month, well, actually, it, it's more than a month because we start planning for the series before we actually <laughs> release the shows. But so we've been, this has been, you know, in motion in our marriage for quite a while. And we know that there are thousands of you that have had your own marriages changed by a challenge. You know, our hug on Tuesday was all about this, you know, this couple that started seven days of sex challenge and they're, you know, moving on to day 17 or 18. And, you know, it's probably been, you know, they're probably three or four weeks into it by now, yep. but you know, their marriage revitalized by a challenge. Uh, you know, so many, we did it over the years of couples that have completed their own challenge and recognized that, that when they put attention and focus and energy into one area of their marriage, you, you can create a reset. Mm -hmm. you, you can jumpstart. And so, you know, this became for me and, and I'm going to, I'm going to take some, some just personal weight on this one. This became for me a personal challenge to go, okay, Lisa, what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. Right. You're doing the series. You announce in 
the first episode of the series, you know, kissing patterns, that you're going to up your game. So first of all, you know, accountability matters. Mm-hmm. You guys, right? It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter what how you're challenging yourself. I mean, there's a reason po- people post their before and after pictures. You know, when they're doing um, like a weight loss journey, on you know, they'll post them on Facebook or you know, if they're trying new skincare, you know, before and after. Like, accountability matters. And I knew that I was going to be accountable to all of you. The other thing that really matters when you're doing a challenge is you start looking at you're like, where do I have skills? Mm-hmm. And if you have ever coached with me ever, you've probably heard me ask this question in some way, shape or form. So I'll say, well, tell me what you do. Because when I hear what somebody does, I recognize the skills that they have in a particular area. It doesn't matter if you're an engineer. It doesn't matter if you sell real estate. It doesn't matter if you're a doctor or a coach, you've got skills in that area that have made you successful. And if I can figure out what those skills are, I can show you how to apply it to a different area. Mm-hmm. So I started looking at this idea of kissing and upping my kissing game and, and, and challenging myself around kissing. I'm like, okay, Lisa, what are your skills? Well, yeah, you committed to the 60 days of sex challenge and you did that. You've done the intimacy lifestyle for the last 12 years. You've developed the ability to have emotional intimacy and to talk about your challenges with Tony. Not perfect in any of these areas, but I started looking at the fact, I'm like, Lisa, you got some skills. And you've got a spouse who is willing to go down this road and see, see what's possible. Breakthrough. Like, and it's been weird for Tony, you guys. This is, I mean, I think it was last week that you were sharing. You're like, I'm not really sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's taken some time to get used to, most definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm all in and, and, I, and I'm enjoying it for sure. It's those moments when, say, I'm working or we're just we're just sitting down on the couch or we're doing something like that. And you come up and, and you're like right in my face. I'm like, Whoa, what, what is she doing here right now? Like what's going on? Like that's not the typical normal situation I found myself in or would find myself in prior to this. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, you're like, Oh, okay, here she is. All right, let's kiss. Here she is. Here she is. And, and you know, th- that's, that's part of this component because you know, I, as we started looking at this and going, okay, can Tony, you guys, Tony's been asking me for 26 years, maybe 25 and a half to, to up my kissing game. Kiss me more, honey. Kiss me like you mean it. Show me that, that through this, because kissing really matters to Tony, right? It's still not like my like, woohoo, this is awesome. It's getting there. Yeah. It's totally getting there. It's like what we talked about on Tuesday. When you're struggling with desire, it's almost that that same thing. It's like you gotta gotta crank the engine, mm-hmm. right? You gotta crank the engine and get it going. So you, you those those feelings come after that emotion comes after you begin to do it. Absolutely, and you know it's been it's been a journey mm-hmm. this month. It's been a journey going what what's possible? Like what does this look like to challenge ourselves in an area that you know a lot of people think should just be easy. Right. I mean, how many times do you watch a movie and, and people just kind of like, like, I don't know, their lips just sort of like fall into each other. Right. And we're like, oh, I want that kiss. I want to be that kind of kisser. Right. Like just how easy is that? Mm-hmm. And just like with sexual intimacy, you know, certain aspects of physical intimacy are not easy for every single person. 
So what happens if we put a challenge and if we step up collectively, like I stepped up individually around this area, like the hug, you know, from that wife that said, I'm going to challenge myself to see what's possible. What would be the impact of a kissing challenge on your marriage? You know, let's talk about that after this word from our sponsor. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, you know, what would that look like, right? What would a kissing challenge look like in your marriage? What are those things, you know, just like when you do a sex challenge, you know, there's a reason we wrote the book seven day sex challenge. And that was because of the fact that we wanted to equip couples with strategy, because Mm -hmm. I know it sounds really easy just to have sex for seven days, but if you're doing it in the same way, every single time it can get a little boring, Mm -hmm. right? There's a whole reason that book's got structure and strategy and planning in it, right? Same thing with a kissing challenge right? What, what do you need to consider if you're going to do this, right? Like what counts as a kiss? I know some of you literally just burst out laughing and I hope you did not spray coffee all over the inside of your car when I said that, but it's a legitimate question. The, the very first show that we did in this series, we were talking about kissing patterns. I can't remember. I didn't look it up before we started to record, but A significant number of you talked about the fact that, you know, most of your kisses are pecs. So if you're doing a kissing challenge, does that count as a kiss? Right. Or are you more in the whole place of, nah, we're like, like, like tongue and make out section. Yeah. Like we're, we're going all in here, but setting up that expectation from the beginning is vital because you may be thinking, oh, or the two of you may be coming together to do this challenge and you're thinking, well, a peck is okay. And your spouse is thinking, no, like we're doing full on makeout session. So having the expectation set from the, from the get go is key. I did just look it up of the thousands of responses we got. Um, is your, is your kiss deep and sensual or a quick peck? 73% said it's a quick peck. That's why you need to define for the purposes of your own kissing challenge, what counts as a kiss. Yep. Thank you for looking that up. That's so key. You also need to talk about how, well, how long is the challenge, mm-hmm. right? I remember in that same episode sharing with you guys that there's a couple that kisses like they think they kiss, you know, they, they, as they've sort of reflected on this, like every half hour. Yeah. Like 30 times, a 30 day. times a day. I remember that. I was like, what? So on this, in this section, and I had a buddy and his wife, they did a day long challenge and they put a number of how many times they wanted to kiss that day. For you, it may be a day, three days, seven, a month. Who knows? Whatever that is for you, go for it. Right. And, you know, because again, the most successful challenges have the expectations laid out on the front, mm-hmm. right? It's not just like, oh, well, we're going we're gonna to do a kissing challenge for, you know, for a little while. Well, what the heck does that mean? Absolutely nothing. And everybody's going to be frustrated. Mm-hmm. Just- have some, have some, have some goals. It, it's okay to have marriage goals. It's okay to have relationship goals. It's okay to put that down on paper and say, you know, a kiss for us is, you know, tongue, a peck. How long is the challenge? Put it, put it down. For some of you, it may be 
seven days, but you want to kiss five times a day. Mm -hmm. For some of you, it's okay to do a one dayer and you want to make sure that you kiss 30 times in that one day. The last one is who's going to take the lead. For some of you, it's going to be like, I'm just going to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to challenge myself to this. For others, you're, you're going to get your spouse involved and you're going to determine it. I'm like, okay, Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I'm going to I'm going to make sure I'm kissing you first and Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays you are. And then on Sundays, we're going to just lie in bed and make sure we wake up with a good morning kiss or whatever it may be. And, and that kiss and when it happens, hey, that's up to you, up to you guys. And here's the thing. This is your challenge, mm -hmm. guys. And, and it can be, this is actually kind of an interesting challenge because it can very much be one person doing this challenge, mm -hmm. right? When I started getting into this series and we're talking about the kissing game, it wasn't like I went to Tony and said, okay, honey, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a kissing challenge for the next month that we're doing this show. And here's what I'm going to do. And here's what you're going to do. No, this was really, this was a personal challenge. I'm like, Lisa, you're going to up your game in this one area that Tony's been asking for, for 25 and a half years. Yep. What so, can I do? What can I do? What, what am I capable of? Like time to stretch and stop, stop giving lip service to this particular area of our marriage. And guys, I will tell you, this has been, you know, I mean, we've done a lot of stuff in the last 10 and a half years around sexual intimacy, physical intimacy, emotional intimacy. But personally, this challenge has, as I posted in the position of the month club, I think last week, like this challenge has changed so many aspects of my life. It, it, it's more than just a kissing challenge. Yeah, I think it, it definitely has crossed over from outside the bedroom of that connection to inside the bedroom mm -hmm. and us being able to connect physically and sexually at a, at a different level. Even, even though we've been going through this, this time of just sort of like, whoa, we're, we're, we're a little like low desire, mm -hmm. like we talked about on Tuesday. And yet it's like the kissing is there mm -hmm. and it's enjoyable. And it's something that we both are, are finding invigorating. Yeah. And it's, you know, I mean, as I looked at this, I'm like, what, what did I learn? Because, you know, for a lot of you, you're like, okay, kissing challenge, that sounds kind of stupid. I don't know if I want to do this. Do, it doesn't really work. Like, well, and the then there's thing? others, others who are like, this is awesome. Right. This oh, is, yeah. this is, fa th this is the difference between Elisa and I, I'm, I'm glasses like seven eighths full. Elisa is like, Three negative. fifths, yeah. Full. So, <laughs> so this is the place where you, where she, she would go like, oh, it's no, no, it's good. Like, go for it. Have right. a good time. I, you, there are those of you who are just like, man, this has been amazing for me because I've been able to just get outside of my shell of what it looks like to kiss my spouse. Absolutely, because here's what I learned. I learned that you know choosing to be intentional about this area actually created less pressure. Right. And, and the reason for that is that I'm the one that made the commitment. It wasn't Tony nagging or begging or asking or complaining or any of those things saying, why don't you kiss me? Or, hey, remember that you said, no, it was me honoring the commitment that I made to myself. And I'm like, okay, you've made a commitment. Do it. Do it. Like up your game and do this. See what you can do. Yeah. And this is all like, you guys are getting a little insight into the conversations that happen inside of Lisa's head. You made this commitment to Tony, to the one family, to your marriage, do it period exclamation point, little Nike swoosh thrown in there <laughs> for good measure. So it took that pressure off because I didn't feel the pressure coming from external. It was an understanding of commitment. Mm -hmm. And when you understand the commitment and, and you commit to those things that really matter, then you don't have pressure. 
it, it's actually allows you to step into this place of empowerment of honoring what you've said. And, and it, like it puts a smile on your face because you're like, look what I can do. The other thing that I learned is that because I had made this commitment, it gave me, like I felt empowered and it, like I had permission to up my game, right? It was all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. So, so how am I doing it, right? Like Alisa, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna initiate, right? It was like those times when I literally would like, like swoop in, you know, kind of like poof, magic thing right in front of Tony's face. And I'm like, I'm kissing you right now. And he's like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> two steps back. That's a little weird. Or like I would just show up and start kissing him. And he's like, what are you doing? Because it was such a departure from, from what my standard or what my patterns of behavior had been. And so it was getting into this place of saying, okay, you know what? Like asking myself, okay, where are you going to kiss him? Meaning where on his body and where geographically, locationally, mm -hmm. you know, when are you going to kiss him? Right. Making a point that when I leave the house on Thursday mornings for prayer and he is still all snuggled up in the bed, instead of just like quietly trying to get out of the bedroom, I will go over to our bed now and I will kiss him before I leave. Why? Because it matters to me. He may sleep right through it. It doesn't matter. But I know that I'm doing it. It's also this whole time has pushed me, you guys, so far out of my comfort zone. Um, and it really has made me realize how much the identities that we take on that aren't ours to take on, how much those can limit us. And we talked about that a lot last week. So I'm not going to rehash, um, you know, talking about the ceiling on your marriage, but but doing this has really broken some things off to the point where it's not just kissing that is being changed, but I've actually even said to friends that I would go visit them in cold weather states. Mm -hmm. And, you know, talk, like my language has changed you guys because I realized that all of these things that I'm like, oh, that's not me. I don't do that. And you can say that with, you know, hear that with whatever snarky voice you want. But I realized that I had taken on so much of that as just this like, this identity, like, oh, well, look at me. That's who I am. And it was stupid. Mm -hmm. Why can't I be a good kisser? Who said? Who said? Why can't I learn how to kiss my husband? Who said that that's not possible? Right? And what happens if I shift that identity? Because it's not just, guys, you up your kissing game. It doesn't just impact you. It impacts your marriage. Right? It impacts how the two of you relate to one another. It impacts... It, it impact. I mean, this is physical intimacy, right? And can we talk about the fact that that kissing is an expression of desire and connection mm -hmm. in our marriage, and that that it's a tool in our kissing is a tool in your marriage toolbox. It is. It one hundred percent is a tool. So, like, it's kind of like having. I, I don't know what what's a tool that would be sharp in a toolbox. A sharp tool, like like, like a saw. Well, yeah, saw, okay. a, a saw, you could have a knife in your okay. toolbox. Okay, knife, knife's a good one, right? Like, like if you're trying to cut, okay, so not in the toolbox, but like in your, you know, utensil drawer, right? If, if you have a dull knife, it's not effective, right? Like you're just like hacking at things, right? But if you have a sharp knife, if you have the right tool at the right sharpness, right? You, you've honed it, you've you practiced it, you've done all these things, then how much more effective is that tool? Mm -hmm. Right. Same thing with kissing this for me for years, this was not an effective tool in the marriage toolbox. And I was just like, yeah, whatever. I got other tools. I don't need that one. But now that I've made a commitment to actually hone and sharpen that tool, I'm like, huh, that's a pretty good tool. Right. Tony's not complaining either. So nope. 
you know, but, but it's all of this coming together because I will tell you guys, this kissing thing is not going to just be like, wow, that was fun for four weeks. And you know, okay, check the box. The end of the series, you can go back. No, it's created a shift Mm -hmm. because it's, I'm seeing the impact and I can see on Tony's face when we kiss and when he like swoops in and, you know, comes up to kiss me and then, you know, and, or if he kisses me and I'm like, well, that wasn't very long. And he's just like, say what? Cause the old Elisa would have been like, Oh, thank God that's over. It's changing our marriage. You guys, mm-hmm. it's creating a depth to connection that we just haven't had. And, and all of you that are phenomenal kissers and this has been such a, like, you're like, Oh my gosh, about time they finally got on board with this. Um, thank you. Thank you for just being great kissers yeah, and for having that tool already sharp. And for those of you that are like, ah, can we do something here? Yeah, you can. You to- don't give up on yourselves. No. Right. Don't think, oh, that's just for Tony and Lisa. No, guys, a quarter of a century. Can I put that in perspective for you? A quarter of a century he's been asking for this. Thank God he didn't give up on me. Yeah. No. And, and what, what a joy. I mean, this has been a fun series. It really has. And I hope, and we hope that it has created a desire in you to look at kissing from a completely different perspective in your marriage. So go out there, go start a kissing challenge, Mm -hmm. see what it's like for you and your spouse to really engage each other in kissing in a way that to the two of you brings passion brings that sense of excitement and hey it may even lead to more fun in the bedroom and as we finish the kissing game series this brings an end to the thursday series episodes we are ending those here with the kissing game series we've loved all the breakthrough each and every one of you have shared over the last year of doing these it's been phenomenal continue to join us each week on Tuesday. The One Extraordinary Marriage Show will be there for you and we will be able to still continue to share what's happening in our lives and hear from you. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week.